Now we're going to talk about what's called Kali Abishal, which are things which cook very quickly, and therefore it's forbidden. We have extra stringencies by them. So therefore, let's give the following um, intro. So when something is a Kli Rishon, that means that it was boiling hot water in a pot, that is the highest possible concern of cooking. That's the classic way of cooking. When you pour, however, hot water that was boiling in the pot into a second pot, and that second pot or cup, doesn't have to be a pot, it could be any vessel, cup was empty, so now the hot water is sitting there, not moving, that's called a second vessel, klisheni. So in theory, the rule is, is that a second vessel, klisheni, the Gemara says, doesn't cook. Now I say in theory because there are exceptions, as we will see, and of them. We have a rule that um, it says in the Gemara there are certain things which they cook very easily. So what are things that cook very easily? So one of them are these special types of fish that were salted, thin fish. They were called malia, hayasha, and kulias, espanin. Certain types of fish where even if you just poured hot water on them, boiling hot water from a first vessel, that was the way how to cook those things. The Rabbah also says it in Hilchashav's chapter uh, 9. And therefore, because and, and, and because they get cooked so easily, there would be a chiv chatas, like a, a biblical prohibition, even just by pouring hot water on them. Similarly, if they were in water in a second vessel, that would be for them considered cooking. There's a famous Magen Avraham, chapter 318, where he says that even though the Gemara talks about those cases as things that cook very quickly, but in theory, anything where it seems that it also cooks very quickly also has a status of Kali Abishal. And, and we, if, if we don't have a proof that it's not considered Kali Abishal that doesn't cook very quickly, we should at least be stringent and assume that it also would cook, and therefore you're not allowed to put it in a hot klisheni, in, in a vessel which is second degree, where it could cook it. Based on that, brings us to a big problem. Let's start with just uh, soup, hot soup. So if you want to put, let's say, uh, challah in the soup, so number one, challah is only baked. And uh, the soup is, is cooking, that's bishul, it's hot liquid. So in the, we have opinions that say that even though that if you cook something and it would have fully cooked, if you cook it again, you're not accomplishing anything new. And therefore, in theory, it should be allowed, as long as it's not on the fire. But if it comes to something that was baked, there is a new paula, there is a new effect that could be accomplished through cooking on it. And therefore, if we say that the second vessel, klisheni, can still cook for things that are light and that are easy, easily able to be cooked. So based on that, you shouldn't put a baked food into a hot liquid. So, so the Shulchan Aruch says, chapter 318, Siv he quotes the first opinion that if it was baked, or even roasted, the point was the roasted is that it was not boiled in water. So 
if you're going to put it then in a hot vessel of liquid, okay, there is, that would be a violation of Bishul. Therefore, he says, the Shulchanach brings, you shouldn't put your bread, challah, into hot second vessel, klisheni, which was Yad Tzlerzweh, which was like still very, very hot. We went through in the last recording different opinions of how hot Yad Tzlerzweh is. The most stringent of them is basically 40 uh, Celsius, which is about roughly 104 degrees Fahrenheit, I believe. And there's more stringent opinions, 110, 113, and even some go up to 165. But we said yesterday that probably it would be uh, very fair to at least be stringent at 113 degrees, which Reb Shleibel Zaman Arbach holds is like the letter of the law. 113 is considered cooking. Or, or that it's Yatsala display, that's very... So therefore, if you put your, your hot, uh, your, your challah to it, that would be a violation, of, for, for, prohibited. The Shulchan says, and some are lenient. Why would others be lenient? Because they hold that a klisheni, a second vessel, does not cook anything. Okay? It wouldn't cook, uh, it wouldn't cook at least uh, something that was baked. The Ramah, however, says that uh, the minig in practice is to uh, the uh, to be stringent lechatchila. Initially, to be stringent, not to put your bread in a klisheni, as long as it's yanso lettuce, as long as it's very hot. If it wasn't uh, very hot, okay, that's that would be you know, less than yanso lettuce, it would be fine. And then there's a different question: What if it was a klishlishi? So some opinions say that you can be lenient on a klishlishi because Talmud doesn't make any mention about klishlishi, a third vessel. However, it does say that a klisheni, the Gemara does talk about that, you know, very uh, light foods that can easily cook in klisheni, it does say that that's a problem. So in practice, you have, uh, you have those who are stringent by klisheni, and that's more or less what we are stringent to follow. But you could be lenient if it was a klishlishi. How would it be a klishlishi? So if you took hot soup boiling on the, on the fire, that's the first thing. If you pour it into directly into a bowl, so that's klishlishi. That's a problem. But if you take your ladle or your, your spoon that you take the soup out with, and it was not sitting in the soup, so, so it has a status that this ladle was a klisheni. Pouring it into the bowl will make it a klishlishi. And there are opinions that you could rely on for that. Now, um, the other question that we'll go through, and which is a bit of more of a complex question, which is preparing tea on Shamas. So tea is, there's different types of tea, but let's assume we're talking about a dried leaf, uh, which is in the bags, and that type of tea, assumedly, was not cooked yet. It was probably um, heated in, in, in some sort of heat. And even if that was the case, but because it, wasn't, it didn't go through a status of actual cooking, we do have the concern that there could be cooking tea leaves when you put it in boiling water. So now, when you put it in the, if we would put it in a cleavation, for sure it would be forbidden. Nothing to talk about. The question is, what if you put your tea bag, uh, you, you take the hot water out of the urn, 
So now, once it goes in the first cup, it's a klisheni. Can you pour from your second vessel, which has the hot water in it, on top of a tea bag? That's the question. So first of all, what is the status of a tea bag? It is, it is a non-cooked item, but does it have the status of spices? So let's say it had the status of spices. So what does it say in Shulchan Aruch about spices? It's brought down in Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch Sif Yudtes in sh- chapter uh, uh, 318. He says, You're not allowed to take spices and pour from them from a Kli Rishon, which is Yad Seledis boy. Because if you're pouring from a Kli Rishon, it can cook at the very least the initial contact that it makes with it for the Aklipa, which is the initial contact. So, however, let's say you poured from the Klirishan into a pot, then you would be allowed to put the, or a cup or the like, you are allowed to put your spices into this hot, uh, into the hot water, because Klisheni doesn't have the ability to cook, at least not for spices. Okay? And even if, so, so therefore, based on that, you might say that if, the, if you have water sitting in a klisheni, it should be allowed to put tea in it. And in theory, some will argue that and say that's okay. However, there is a different argument if we really say that tea bags have the status of tvalin. Um, it doesn't really have the status of spices. Or is it something a little different? So it gives off color, it gives off taste, it gives off smell, but the thing is it also gives off a taste. So so, some, so, so the Mishabura and the Ksaisa Shulchan are machmer to say that it's not really like a tavlin, and therefore you can't rely on putting it in a klisheni. Could you put it in klishlishi? So interestingly, some say that even klishlishi won't work uh, because in theory, the whole idea is that if the water is still boiling hot, why is it that it's going to make any difference by putting it in klishlishi? So, so if it cooled off and it's really not necessarily on so let us boil, it's not at that temperature, okay, no problem. At any, you know, then for sure it's fine, but... If it's you know still piping hot, um, there are stringent opinions that it should not um, it should not be uh, prepared in a klisheni or even in a klishlishi. According to Ramosha Fajdin, he is of the opinion that actually you could prepare hot tea in a klishlishi. His reasons are that it's not necessarily a status of you know. It, it, the bottom line is that it, we we are lenient. We can be lenient by a klishlishi, and um, you know you have you have Ramesha to that if you want to rely on. But what many many poskim are afraid of is that it it does have a status of kali abishal, and therefore it shouldn't really be prepared if it's going to just immediately you know cook by the when you put the hot water on it. Rabbi says, look, if you would put tea, even in cold water, it also give off a flavor. So she says, what's the difference? Uh, so klishedi, he's stringent. By klishlishi, he's lenient. But again, Shabbos Kalacha and uh, Orcha Shabbos, they are of the view 
that you should not put a tea bag, which is Yad Saletis by even if it was a third vessel. Uh, what everyone would say is okay is if you make a, you know, essence tea, which you basically just cooked it before Shabbos, you're just keeping it hot. You could add water to it. You know, that's that's for sure fine. Um, you have to do it, add water in a permissible way. For example, if it, if it was boiling on the fire or it was sitting on top of a thing, if you take it off, pour it into a cliche, you could add could you could add water to it because it's probably cooled off a bit since then. I'll finish up with the last point, which is that even though Klisheni generally does not cook, there is in the Alter Rebbe Shochara, Sif Chaf, he mentions what's called Ambati, which means a bathhouse, which is a very, very hot um, source of water because it's it was extra, more than regular hot. So it says there that even though it's a Klisheni, you're not allowed to put in it water, cold water, because since it's extra hot for, for bathing, so probably the water is much more than the regular heat, and it will cool, it will heat up the cold water. So based on that, many poskim bring out, Shavas Kalacha, for example, brings out that, indeed, if we have something which is extra hot, say even if the water is in a klisheni, or maybe even klishlishi or the like, but it's extremely hot, we should be stringent and treat it like what's called the rule of the ambati. So sometimes even klisheni or the like, we have to be stringent, even though that it's not in the klirisheni anymore, and that's because it's exceedingly hot.